following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, you know, as we get to the end of a year, and this is our last broadcast of this year, 2022, and we want to often look back at what we have done and then look forward to what we will do. And we do that personally, of course, in our own lives. Hopefully there's some introspection that goes on, and uh, we want to do that as a ministry as well. And today our guest in studio is Curtis Hale, who is our president and CEO, and we welcome you, Curtis. Um, Let me say this first, though, before we get to all of that, is that it being our last broadcast of the year, uh, we have a birthday coming up, I believe, that happens to be on the last day of the year. Happy birthday, June. Thank you. Happy birthday. Well, my goodness, that's a surprise. Thank you. I didn't expect that. Thank you. Well, just wanted to highlight that, and uh, folks can certainly, um, uh, you know, kick in into high gear, praying praying for you and and for our ministry and the work that you do, uh, which is just tireless. So we thank you. Thank you. That's uh, very, very thoughtful. Thank you, Jeff. Well, I wanted to have Curtis on because I'm I think I met you, Curtis. Now you can correct me, but I remember we have a Hope Center. Yes. And Hope Center, the concept of the Hope Center is something that Hope for the Heart built. Um, it was our idea to do this, to have a facility. It ends up being a three story lodge like, lots of stone and wood, and it looks kind of like a Colorado Lodge focus. Uh, that kind of feel, but I thought it would be helpful to have multiple ministries who could basically, the, the scripture says, is iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another, and the bottom line of that is we can be better because of others who either know what we don't know, like know what I don't know. There were times I needed help. And I didn't know who to talk to. None of my friends would be familiar with my world. And I remember when we chose, we actually chose the ministries that we felt would be in common with us. And I'm talking about statement of faith, where we would be theologically aligned. That was the most important And at the time, you were not with Hope for the Heart. You were with another wonderful ministry that did great things for 30 years. You were a church planter, all these things. But I just remember how conscientious you were, um, even to let me know how much money you saved. At your ministry, you were very concrete. And the thousands of dollars you saved by being here at the Hope Center. And so... Today, we don't manage it. Hope for the Heart doesn't manage it as it once did. And we spun it out so it would be its own entity. But you are the number one person I think of as the collaborative concept of where you you have the bump factor to bump into somebody. And maybe you need help or answers or just the camaraderie of another person. So I just want you to know I appreciated that because I still think of you in that way and how thoughtful you were to communicate back to me 
what had happened because of the resources that were saved by being here at the Hope Center. Well, I owe you the uh, thank you to you for inviting us to be a part of the Hope Center. I remember that day well when you invited us over to your other office before the Hope Center was built. I certainly knew knew you but knew more of you and of course my wife had been a faithful listener to your radio program for years so i knew you through that uh, but the day you invited us over to share with us the vision for the hope center uh, that was a game changer that was a real watershed hmm. day for our ministry uh, at the time that i was with uh, what's called e3 partners a global mm-hmm. church planning ministry and their media ministry uh, i am second.com so uh it was a little of a, a bit of a challenge. Uh, we had just, not long before that, a year or so, entered into a five-year lease um, and Ooh. completely built out from scratch uh, a wonderful suite of offices over in sort of a flex area just east of us here with where, warehouse buildings, but we were able to finish it out with office space. It, it, it met our needs. But when you describe the vision of the Hope Center and the possibilities here, uh, not just of you know very affordable rent for magnificent amenities here, but really the collaborative mm. and kingdom building vision that mm-hmm. you had for the building, I knew that we had to do whatever it took to get into the Hope Center, and that we were lucky. We were not very theologically correct to say we were lucky dogs, yeah. <laughs> but we were lucky dogs that you invited us to be a part of the Hope Center. And yes, indeed, I can't help but be uh, very tangible and literal and concrete being a former CPA. I do tend uh-huh. to see things uh, in dollars and cents. Um, and so we got over here, ate the last eight months of our lease at the other place because I knew mm. within a year we'd recover that and more. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we got here, saved so much money on rent, but also the event center, catering, everything. We were able to train hundreds of thousands of leaders because of the money that we were able to save here at the Hope Center. Well, I, I always respected you just the way you conducted your life, and I, I and then had no idea that the Lord would lead you to be a part of our ministry as heading it up, the, the president and CEO. So we are blessed to have you experienced an experienced leader with all of that experience and uh, I was so grateful when you told me that you'd actually used the keys in your ministry meaning we have what are called counseling keys, biblical counseling keys but I'm going to ask you a number of questions when we return because I think it's pulling back the curtain look forward to it It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart International Ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their lives. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have any questions or concerns, uh, maybe there's a situation in your life you'd like to get some insight on, and uh, we have materials on over 100 topics that will help you to uh, get in touch with that and see what God's heart is on your situation. So call our customer support team. They'd be happy to help you to point you in the right direction to some resources. Maybe it's a free resource on our website. Maybe it's a book you could order, uh, one of our keys for living, and they could get that into your hands pretty quickly. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to do that. The number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Well, let's get back to tonight's conversation. Our special guest, Curtis Hale, in the studio. And June? That's my cue to turn to Curtis. I got you. Okay. Now, Curtis, um, when I talked about the Hope Center, Mm -hmm. uh, we... And this was my surprise. I thought we would have, we're limited for how big the space would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be in the upper teens. It ended up being 42, 43 mm-hmm. ministries under one roof. And it's, and it's grown since then. Well, and because mm-hmm. we gave up a lot of space mm-hmm. to, turn, to allow other uh, ministries and some realize, okay, we... Don't have to have as much space, but um, obviously we were just one of the ministries, and uh, when we turned it over for it to be its own entity, um, I just, I had no idea that you actually knew anything about Hope for the Heart. Sure. I think you indicated something else later. I think you had taken our keys absolutely but i had no idea until you uh, not too long ago you mentioned this and of course you're our president now (laughs) but how did you even come to know uh you know because you can be around a number of businesses or organizations or ministries and and have no idea so i'm just curious well 
one of the things that's important about this story is my little story just represents countless others who are using your resources all over the world that you'll never know anything about until you get to heaven. I just happen to have the privilege of coming here to work with you, so I was able to tell you about it. But as I mentioned, uh, my wife uh, you know, was a faithful listener, so I was familiar with your radio program through that. And then because I was in missions, uh, directing a global church planning ministry, uh, we were we were always creating churches that needed pastors and trained leaders, and there's such a dearth, such a, 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 a need for biblical material and content and resources out there for these pastors all over the world that don't have near the resources that we have here in the United States. So I just happened to come by copies of your but then was called the Biblical Counseling Keys mm-hmm. on these hundred topics, and so I began to take certain topics with me to give these new pastors that we were mm. training and helping them start new churches because it, it dramatically increased the resources they had at their disposal. The scriptures were already in mm-hmm. the key, uh, as well as the very practical laying out and explanation, the definitions, characteristics, causes, and biblical solutions. My goodness, with you've got it applic- down. Well, it's four yeah, parts. I've, I've been well indoctrinated. <laughs> uh, so, uh, But it was just such a great resource to give these pastors all over the world who, who needed resources like this. So I began to take them with me to, to give out to the leaders I worked with. So that was how I began to really grow and appreciate your resources here so much. Um, and then, of course, when you called, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the opportunity to be a part of the Hope Center was just uh, too great an opportunity. And in fact, I, as I recall the conversation, you thought we were a much smaller footprint, like 5,000 square feet or something, and y'all were already getting close to filling up the building. Mm-hmm. And you said, hey, come talk to us. And at the end of the conversation, you know, you said, do you need to pray about it? And I said, yeah, let me pray. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're in. <laughs> that fast. Uh, yeah, God, God does yeah, enter prayers yeah. fast. And so um, – <laughs> And you said, so how many square feet do you need? I said, well, we have 15,000 feet now, but we could probably do with 13. And y'all were like, uh, you just you just filled up our building. And oh. so we were very fortunate to get in when we did. And, and very quickly then, of course, uh, began to realize those both intangible as well as tangible benefits of being here. Mm-hmm. And it's been a great blessing to be a part of this uh, community at the Hope Center, whether as a tenant uh, of the mm-hmm. building uh, with another ministry or now as the last three and a half years serving here with Hope for the Heart, uh, uh, being able to watch it even closer and be mm-hmm. a part of the community. Well, one thing you mentioned mm-hmm. about taking our what we call our keys, you know, keys unlock doors. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a key on a topic like fear, anger, depression. It is keys, like a group of keys, Mm -hmm. because there are multiple ways to treat uh, something like for for any of us. If if we have a struggle with, I just mentioned Mm -hmm. anger, fear, Mm -hmm. depression, whatever. Um, This is the thing. I remember multiple times being in foreign countries. Uh, internationally uh, with ministries and what I would hear is we have doctrine we don't have the practical Mm. application of what to do biblically Mm -hmm. we we don't have those answers could you help us and uh, actually Curtis I went to 
professional counselors and pastors. What do people come to you about? What are their questions? And give me the topics. And there were, Dr. Jean Getz was probably the most prolific person of all who Mm -hmm. gave me a long list of, of things that he knew we needed to have practical answers for. So we present biblical hope and practical help. And I love that we have those specific areas covered because then when I would travel and be asked to speak like a year, not a year, a a week Mm -hmm. uh, in Kiev, uh, a a week in Moscow, Mm -hmm. Uh, a week, in, and and I'm talking about where there'd be conferences, and they'd bring together all these people from the former Soviet Union in Romania. I would be a, a week, and they would pepper me with all kinds of topics. They said, would you teach on this? Would you teach on this? And the eagerness was extraordinary. And I wasn't aware of that, because I didn't know if our... 100 Keys would be uh, a transcultural, mm-hmm. transcultural, used in any culture. And I remember when I one time was told, well, we don't have childhood sexual abuse. This was in, um, uh, well, it was in uh, Ukraine. And then I just used a short illustration on a topic they asked me. They just would tell me, all these places would tell me, would you do these topics, da 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 mm-hmm. and, and so I had the material. We've expanded it substantially, but still, I, I would go on and address that. And then all of a sudden, you mention it, and then the audience afterwards, the receptiveness, the people coming forward many times with mm-hmm. tears, sobbing over a tragedy in their lives of of if, if it were childhood sexual yeah. abuse or if it's domestic violence or, but, you know, th- there are many, many topics that we have that are not those trauma areas, mm-hmm. but uh, people all over the world want answers. And so far, I've found that there's nothing that we have that isn't applicable of those hundred plus topics that are relevant today to any area of the world. Yeah, well, because they're at their at their core, they're biblical, and mm-hmm. we know that God's word applies. It's, it's timeless. It's transcendent, and applies to every people group everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. This does tie in just real quickly uh, to how I got to know you over the years, even before the Hope Center. We helped organize uh, mission trips for you and your team, first to Argentina, Buenos Aires. Oh, yes. Okay. And, and then I later, Voronezh, Russia. And so I got to see firsthand how people responded to you and to your content, your resources, live in person in those places where we had some of those early mission trips with your team. So. Um, mm. I think mm. we often forget about that early I, experience I did forget that. together on the mission Thank field. You. Yeah. So, but the point is, yes, I've I saw it with you, and then I saw it independently uh, many times how people respond when you give them this kind of solid biblical content with the practical applications because it's it's rare. There, there's good biblical content out there. People have done good work, but 
as our own Eric Scalise, our senior VP here and chief strategy officer, often says, based on his over 40 years of experience in this space, we're just not aware of anybody out there who has exactly what God has given you and us just in the breadth of topics as well as the depth of the biblical integration. And I really believe, being a Dallas Seminary graduate after my CPA career, that the biblical integration piece is so important, and that's one of the distinguishing characteristics, not only of the keys, but now everything we're doing to build off of the keys mm. you know, in the digital age now is – really based on the biblical integration of God's Word, God's truths for today's uh, problems and challenges. So I've seen Mm -hmm. it live, I've seen it with you, I've seen it with others, but you're spot on. Well, I know what it's like to not be exposed at all to the Bible. I I was Mm -hmm. totally biblically illiterate, and when I saw young people, I'm talking about teenagers who knew the Bible I was stunned. I, I I had no experience of knowing mm-hmm. one scripture except in the church that I was in, even though there was no Bible taught, they did do the Lord's Prayer in the middle. So there was that one phraseology mm-hmm. presenting the Lord's Prayer. But, you know, I, I, I had no idea there was what is called salvation through Christ, a personal relationship. Curtis, I never heard of a scripture. Of course, I didn't know any scripture, (laughs) but I never heard. I just was stunned when I first heard, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. In you? What do you mean, in you? How did you get there? I I just, it was foreign. And tragically, if you're in a church, and I was asked, are you a Christian? I said, yes. That meant to me I wasn't Jewish. But the point is, when I saw the power of God's Word, I I, I mean, first I had to come into a a wonderful relationship with God through Christ. And then, and I didn't know about a relationship, never heard of a relationship. And that's the point. We present at our ministry, whether it's radio or at a conference or one-on-one, it doesn't matter what the forum is, or through our media, we present that it is a relationship with God through Christ. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. I just love to say that because, yeah. because again, I was it was foreign language to me. And um, well, let me just insert real quick. That is one of the things I appreciate so much about you and observed observed about you. You are as much a soul winner as you are a biblical counselor, and you weave the two together so effectively. And I think that's a great model for our listeners and the people who use our resources is to tap into that evangelistic opportunity that is afforded when you are really touching people's real needs. Thank you. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. 
It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to tonight's conversation in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about uh, anything that's going on in your life, some situation that you're in, you'd like some insight on that, some biblical insight, and to uh, talk with us uh, about that more, just talk to customer support at 800-488-HOPE. They'll get you some resources, and uh, they'll be able to help you with that, whatever you might be dealing with. And again, that's uh, 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll be happy to help you with that. That's 800-488-4673, 800-488-HOPE. And uh, well, let's uh, just get back to that conversation now with Curtis Hale, our president and CEO of Hope for the Heart, and uh, your conversation tonight with June. One thing I de- definitely feel confident about is, Curtis, um, you understand the need to be clear, to help people literally have changed lives. And um, it, I don't change people's lives. The Bible is very clear. Uh, it's the Lord Jesus Christ who will change us, and I call it inside out. Mm-hmm. Once we have Christ in us, then he empowers us. He's all-powerful, and so he is God. Uh, God the Son, and He literally empowers us to have changed lives so that no matter what the topic is that we have available, uh, it's precious to see that then once they have Christ in them, uh, it's Christ in you, it's Christ in me, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So we can't take credit for what God has done. We just stand back and uh, in all of our keys, we have the plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. So that if someone is reading, they're they're learning, they're growing in, in knowledge, 
But then now it's up to them that they can have a changed life through Christ. And many, many people come into a relationship with Christ through our ministry of the materials or just our conferences. Um, when um, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, is there something that surprised you when you came on board um, in these three and a half years? Is there anything that's surprised you that you didn't expect? Well, probably probably a number of things surprised me uh, to some degree. Um, just picking up on this most immediate topic, I think the evangelistic nature of, the, of this ministry surprised me. I, I knew it for being a wonderful biblical counseling resource ministry, uh, but to discover the evangelistic heart, not only of yourself, but the evangelistic nature that has been implanted and woven into the resources for the reasons you just described. To me, that was a very pleasant and very exciting uh, revelation to me. It really struck a chord with me and my evangelistic zeal that the Lord had implanted in me as a young man when I really feel he was calling me to a vocational uh, ministry. I had to take the corporate CPA firm route to get here, but uh, but I think the evangelistic nature, the reaching of people through touching them, speaking to their deepest needs, their most common needs, if you will, opening the door then to, to entertain Christ's claims, um, and uh, as the Son of God who lived perfectly, died for them, and rose again, uh, that surprised me. I think also, while I knew you had a lot of content here, I mean, the amount of content you have here is mind-boggling. Between just the curated 35 years of radio and 26 or 7 years on nighttime radio with Hope in the Night, to all of the resources beyond the 100-and-something keys for living, or uh, biblical counseling keys and now the keys for living, all of that. There's so much that has been spun off from that or has generated other resources. So just the uh, volume of resources uh, surprised me. And then, of course, the international piece surprised me a little bit. I, I, I knew I had taken your stuff overseas, but I didn't, you know, I was not really aware of the, you know, over 36 or so languages that your content and your resources are in, or the over 60 countries that this ministry has or uh, currently actively working in. So I think the international piece surprised me. Um, and then, of course, I've been blessed to be around good teams. God has really blessed me uh, in my 30 years with another ministry to just bring wonderful team members uh, around, very gifted people. But to step in here and see the caliber of people uh, and some really key leadership as well that that the Lord has brought to this ministry for just such a time as this, that was very surprising, very encouraging. You know, if you step in as CEO, it's kind of like walking in as head coach. You don't know exactly what you got mm. with your assistant coaches or yep. this or that. Yeah. Well, you know, this was a beautiful thing to step into and get to know these people and recognize their extraordinary gifts. Everybody from Eric, Dr. Eric Scalise, uh, right all along the line, our whole bench, our whole t- team, very impressive. So I could go on and on about all the great mm-hmm. things that surprised me. Nothing disappointing, particularly, uh, just the challenge that I feel of how important it is in these days facing the spiritual 
emotional slash mental health crisis issues and the cultural issues that we're facing mm-hmm. today. My great burden, excitement, but also burden is how do we get this content in the hands of millions of more people? Because it's God's word that's going to change things, right. people who will then change things. And nothing will change them better, I don't think. I'm totally sold out to the fact that this content, the keys and everything that's being spun off uh, around them and with them and from them is exactly what our culture needs, what the church needs to be re-equipped, if you will, of what God's Word really teaches and how to apply it and then how to communicate that and apply it in the lives of others. So that's perhaps the most surprising thing to me is just how passionate I am now about realizing how important this ministry is and the content God has used you to create over 37 years. We must get this stuff out to the world right now. Well, I want to emphasize that the reason we're in these languages has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. People saw, they literally, uh, internationally, mm-hmm. they would see that we had X amount of topics, however many topics, mm-hmm. on a particular uh, platform what what i mean is um they they would tell me uh internationally you know we we don't have anything like this and i believed them and let it let but they were i'm talking about our international Mm -hmm. partners they would uh share at times with other international people in other countries and so it it's not like we didn't go knocking on doors. We didn't mm-hmm. go, oh, we want to be in this country. Right. We did not strategize. They always came to us. So it wasn't we pushed. It's we were pulled to them and uh, supplied. Now, there is cost. That's what we incurred because so often internationally they didn't have the money to do the translations. Mm-hmm. Translations can be expensive, but if just think, if their life changes, life-changing material yeah. with always the plan of salvation mm-hmm. in there, but it's all, and you got it right, mm-hmm. definitions, mm-hmm. characteristics, causes, yeah. solutions. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for <laughs> yeah. getting that down because a lot of people don't know that right. there's a typical a, format. A and so, really, it, it, but it wasn't me. It wasn't. It wasn't even hearing me. I'm, we're in mm-hmm. countries I've never. I've never even heard the dialect. Sometimes I don't know those languages, and certainly I'm, I barely can mm-hmm. speak English without <laughs> making a mistake. Uh, very candidly, though, uh, it, it was meeting needs. Mm-hmm. We were meeting needs. In other words, what do you do if you're trying to help someone but you don't know? how to help someone who has anger out of control. Mm-hmm. And you don't say just quit being angry. No, that's not it. So what I did is I would look for every verse in the Bible on anger. I did a word search on indignation, rage, wrath, fury. And I saw all these scriptures, and then they fit into the definitions, characteristics, causes, solutions, because we have to give people accurate solutions. For example, the Bible says, um, be angry, but do not sin. Well, most people, if you say, is anger a sin? 
people will raise their hands. How many believe that? And you see all these hands go up. No, it, it, for, for the Bible to say, be angry, but do not sin, meaning there is appropriate anger when there's injustice. Mm -hmm. And we see Jesus took action when he saw something unjust. And the Bible says that. Right. So it wasn't a sin for him to be angry. Well, that's a huge relief when people hear something like that, when they are thinking, oh, I feel angry over this injustice over here. So we just help people to think biblically, and then they are empowered to not have anger out of control. Mm -hmm. And we give them step by step, what do you do? So you're, you're right that we have this content we are told it's the best-kept secret, and some people think that's the worst-kept secret. <laughs> As president, though, yeah. so what are you thinking in regard to how do you see either the vision, the mission, the foundation of what we have? Um, where do you think we are? Yeah. Well, just uh, to pick up on your description of this core content uh, that we call keys here, um, you know, I've been blessed to be a part of the missions movement for over 30 years. Uh, it was not my plan. You know, when I went to Dallas Seminary, I was like everybody else. I thought I'd be the next Chuck Swindoll. <laughs> and then I got my syllabus and realized I would not be the next Chuck Swindoll. Uh, but halfway through seminary, uh, God and the Holy Spirit, uh, or the Holy Spirit, my wife, Amy, uh, taught me into going on a mission trip. So that led me mm. into missions quite unexpectedly. But it's a marvelous journey and uh, run that we had in that. But because of that, you know, I've been exposed to movements, the, the, the thinking about movements, the movement of evangelism, the movement of disciple-making, the movement of church planting, and also another important movement, the, the movement that's afoot these days for Bible translation. Mm. Because without that foundational Word of God in the heart language of people, that makes such a difference. So those are all wonderful things, and I've invested so much of my life in it. But one of the things I realize now with a little perspective, too, is that it's all – and I always knew that leadership training and biblical theological training was important. but but to see now with these resources I've been exposed to here, the equipping of people to be able to apply God's Word in mm -hmm. their life is such a difference maker, and that's why I think this is so important. So while I'm all for this, gr this great coalition that's come together to finish the task with Bible translation, I want to see something similar starting with us, a movement to teach people how to apply scripture and not just internationally we need that right here in our own churches mm. we need to go back to basics understanding what god's word really says not being apologetic about it but learning how to communicate apply it in our own lives consistently but then how to apply it compassionately mm -hmm. in the lives of other people that's the only way i see us turning the cultural and the spiritual trajectory that we're on right now is through that. Well, when you talk about changing our culture, that is huge. And uh, I'm excited and want you to describe what we're doing. Uh, it's a new initiative we have, and um, it has been tried out several places. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, we all want to hear from you on that initiative. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. 
The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. You know, we are a listener-supported, that is a crowd-funded mission, and Hope for the Heart exists because of the financial support of those of you who listen. I would encourage you that if you're uh, considering giving a gift, go ahead and do so quickly. But By the way, most of the giving that we get each year comes in the final days and weeks of each year, and that's what fuels next year to be able to keep doing what we do and uh, to uh, begin other initiatives as well. So, so much of Hope for the Heart is giving content away whether it's through the website, resources we send to each night's Hope in the Night callers, our podcasts, our conferences, so many resources because we want to reach as many people as possible with biblical hope and practical help. Your gift is what helps us do that. So you can support us in a couple of ways at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate or call 800-488-HOPE. That's our customer support team. They'll help you with uh, giving as well. Again, it's 800-488-HOPE. And uh, we thank you for that. Well, let's get back to our conversation now with our uh, president and CEO of Hope for the Heart, Curtis Hale. Well, Curtis, you've mentioned something that I think is huge. Uh, basically, we must impact the culture. I'm talking about Christians, and we are called to that. Uh, multiple words that Jesus spoke about, you are the light of the world. We are to shine the light of Christ. Um, we are to be the salt of the earth. Salt is a disinfectant. It performs many different functions mm-hmm. besides a flavor enhancer. But the point is, it's a preservative. Um, we do this uh, very concretely through our ministry. We have certain initiatives 
um, such as Lifeline to Hope. Mm-hmm. Why don't you describe that? Because uh, you're heading all this, all this is on your shoulders, and uh, I know that we are excited about the future for certain programs that a lot of times our people on radio, they've not uh, been familiar with. Sure. Great question. Let me start by just laying a little bit of a foundation first of why this is so important. Uh, and I don't want to depress anybody, but I think it's important for our listeners to understand kind of where we are as a culture. You and I had the privilege of being out at uh, Arizona Christian University recently. Yes. and. The famous George Barna, the research um, yes. uh, guy, uh, was there, and uh, he sort of associated himself now with that university. And his most recent research that he shared with us was was sobering, but challenging. I mean, challenging in the way of we should be galvanized to go meet this need. But but here's just a few statistics. Um, he, he's really focused on biblical worldview, and he reports his research shows most recent research, 6% of adults, that's people 18 and older, uh, only 6% hold to a biblical worldview in the United States. That's tragic. 88% of adults hold to some syncretism form, kind of a hodgepodge of worldviews. It's sort of like, you know, they watch Oprah one hour, and then they (laughs) watch The View the next, and Mm. then they probably watch something even worse on cable the next. But four percent of mill- only 4% of millennials hold to a biblical worldview. 2% of parents of preteen children hold to a biblical worldview. And you think, well, in the church, that's got to be a lot better. Well, his research shows that only 8% of born-again Christian parents of preteen children hold a biblical worldview. And if you really want to get sober, 37% of pastors, only 37% of pastors hold a biblical worldview. Uh, And so you can see that across the board, both in the church and outside the church, there is this disconnect, there is this gap. We have lost our way in terms of understanding God's Word, believing in its authority, and then being obedient to apply in our lives, much less being able to communicate it and apply it to other people's lives. So that with a little bit of a dark backdrop to Mm. now the light that we're wanting to shine on it through Hope for the Heart is, yeah, we have several what we call new initiatives to broadcast, to to propel this message of biblical hope and practical help to millions more people, both in our culture and around the world, who so desperately need it for – Many reasons, but some of the reasons I just cited. We could also cite you all night long the statistics about the mental health crisis, especially in the post-COVID era. Every secular TV report even has that now. But two of the two or three of things that we're doing right now, major things. First of all, Lifeline to Hope is a is a suite of products that we've put together. The foundation continues to be the content from the the uh, fifty keys for living those those most relevant hot topics that people are most asking about in need of. Uh, so we have a core course of ten weeks of video training that people can do uh, online. Um, in their home or a group training, uh, say a church wants to do this, so either self-study or group, to really learn how to become a better caregiver, a lay caregiver, a lay counselor, if you will. Um, 
And then the second phase, the second part, is the 50 topical videos that actually teach on all the, this array of topics with the biblical uh, – the keys for living. So three, three elements, core course, how-to, topical videos, 50 of them, on the biblical content relative to these 50 different topics, along with, of course, that foundational element, the keys for living. So they work beautifully together. Uh, so you can have a training to get people really up to speed to really, as we call it, uh, an army of first responders in the churches yes. who are equipped to come alongside the pastor who's either overwhelmed, doesn't feel called, or undertrained in the area of counseling, uh, and not, it's not a criticism. Um, the Bible says, first seek the counsel of the Lord. Yeah. That's for all of us, yeah. every single one. So what we do is we present God's counsel, and what that means is we've searched, mined the scriptures, yeah. and found the best scriptures for all of these topics. And I remember receiving a phone call from an assistant pastor at my church, and it's a I, I belong to a mega church, a, mm-hmm. you know, large church. And this pastor said, uh, "June, now we're using your keys for and and he said something about like a care center or whatever." Yeah. And I said, "Excuse me, would you go back? <laughs> are, are you you're using? Are you saying you're using our material at?" the church? And he said, yes. I said, it's for what? He said, the care ministry. I said, what is that? Now, here I am. Mm-hmm. I've been there for many years. I didn't even know they were using our material, but it was to help train mm-hmm. the, people. the people in the church. They would take 20 at, yeah. at every year and train them to use our materials mm-hmm. on multiple topics. I, I And so, because of that, I talked to Eric mm-hmm. Scalise. I said, and he, anyway, the yeah. bottom line is, so he he added to this mm-hmm. how to be the best caregiver right. possible. And then it's that second part yep. that you can personalize, or I'll, I'll say... Tailor for, to your needs. T- tailor it to mm-hmm. whatever area yeah. of the country or whatever, you know, but what do you do? Sure, if there's what a, do do? say there's a, sadly, a, a suicide in the church. Oh, absolutely. Maybe they'd want to jump on that, and that'd be their next topic to equip people in the church. Yes. That sort and, of thing. And every week or mm-hmm. every, every two weeks, they could literally be covering... T- uh, mm-hmm. at one topic and that is uh, and they love it yeah. they the people they there are people who come up to me i don't even know them they'll say oh i've just been going through your material on blank and yeah. whatever it is and i think mm-hmm, okay that's that care ministry yeah. but we call it lifeline yeah. and you can be a part of that and anybody could yeah. if you say oh i would love for that to be at our church absolutely take the self-study become immersed in it, and then become an advocate, take it back to your church, introduce it there. Uh, But it is a great resource. Uh, It's digital. Uh, It is cutting edge. It's very high quality, great production value. You, your church, will be, I think, proud, if I can use that word, uh, excited for sure uh, to use this material. And you can use it the way your church uses it, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and but it's flexible. A church can design their own training program, but the three core elements again: the how-to core course, 
the biblical content, 50 topical video courses, and then, of course, the keys that everybody will want to integrate into that. So that's one big major thing that we're doing. It's really aligned with our historic mission and our marvelous content with the biblical keys. Uh, Why don't you describe ICCI? Yeah, so a ICC- lot of people don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, so ICCI is a little bit different. Uh, you and Eric uh, had a vision for uh, – uh, really creating a platform for Christian life coaches. Life coaching is a very, um, you know, growing uh, field, second only to mm-hmm. IT, probably. Part of it's because there, there's no real regulation. Anybody can hang their mm-hmm. shingle out and call That's themselves true. a life coach. But in the Christian life coaching area, there was really not a platform where people could join, um, have membership benefits, training courses, um, credentialing. Cr- credentialing, accreditation, uh, all those benefits, community, conferences. And so we have created, over the last three years, International Christian Coaching Institute. You can find it at, at ICCICoaching.com. And so ICCI is this wonderful platform for Christian life coaches. It's a new kind of ministry, if you will. Um, There are a lot of people, even who are licensed counselors, but due to the limitations on their ability to use Scripture and mention Jesus in their counseling, they're looking for an alternative route to be able to go. And then, of course, there's a lot of lay people who see this as a, a, a a career path for them, or someone that just wants to brush up on their skills in a particular niche area, be it uh, family and marriage and or leadership or any number of the niches that we have, 15 different sort of topical niches for ICCI. So it's a great resource to go to ICCICoaching.com and learn more about that there. But, you know, the, the, the great need that we see here at Hope for the Heart today is to really, through all of the resources we have available to us, radio, uh, the publishing of the books, the now the digital resources, ICCI, and, of course, Lifeline to Hope, and, and podcasting's coming into, into play here as well. Through all these means, we want to get God's Word, biblical hope, and practical help out to millions more people because we know that's really the only thing that will change people, and only change people can change the culture, and mm. we want to see both. And you're talking about the transformation that comes through the gospel. Remember, the goal from God's perspective is to make us more like His Son. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we benefit from that, but to glorify God the fullest, we must become more and more like Jesus. So if people want to come alongside us, they can follow Jeff's instructions. Go to uh, hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and there you can find places to give to Hope for the Heart. You can find a designation uh, box to designate to the international ministry. We'll be talking more about international ministry in the future, mm-hmm. uh, prison ministry. We're going to be talking more That's about prison fabulous. ministry in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Hope in the Night, as Jeff has mentioned, faith-based radio ministry. We need all of our listeners to chip mm-hmm. in and help keep this on the air. The, pro- the cost of airtime is going up. I told you I'm a CPA. The cost is going up. We need our listeners to come alongside and help you keep this program on the air. So, hey, thanks for giving the CEO a chance to (laughs) have a voice and share with people my excitement and my vision for how God's going to continue to use you and hope for the heart and hope in the night and the days to come. And I do want to thank each of you who have felt led by God to donate to our ministry because uh, I wish we could do everything uh, without any expenditure, but we can't. 
and yet there are some of you who have given sacrificially and uh, I, I know that that is uh, touches my heart mm. what you've done thank you for helping us be the ministry that we seek to be to be relevant to our culture and change lives These programs and materials we discussed tonight uh, are based on the same teachings and resources used in the program Hope in the Night, and we thank you for your generous support of the ministries here. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.